This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question on your mind, don't ask me. I don't know. You need to go to No Nonsense Forex on YouTube and run a search in the video section. There's a very good chance your question has already been answered, and if it is not, you can always go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below in the show notes and in the YouTube description. So we have a lot to talk about here before we get into episode 78's question. First of all, a programming note. Um, you guys have probably figured this out, but I did say it, that the material was going to come to a complete stop at the very end of 2019. I said that knowing in the back of my mind that I was probably going to want to add a few things, and I've already added those things, and it has pushed the schedule into January 2020. So no, this will not be the last uh, piece of media I put out. It will be the last podcast of 2019, of course, but we still have podcasts. We still have videos yet to come. And if I think of anything that is pertinent in the next two or three weeks, I'm going to add that in as well. Um, I want to have everything. I want to kind of be all in with the material once it finally does end, which now I would expect to be the middle of January. Um, but then again, who knows? It's good to be rigid um, and set hard dates on things, but it's also important to be flexible when the time comes. But because this is the last podcast episode of 2019, uh, we need to talk about the word of the year for 2020. Uh, if you guys don't know, there is one word that we all rally around for a particular year, and in the year 2019, it was the word relentless. And I can tell you right now, those of you who were absolutely relentless in your construction of your algorithms and your testing and your trading are far ahead of those who were not. 2019 was an extremely important time for those of you who are following what we do on this channel to be absolutely relentless in everything you did because now that we're entering into the year 2020, there is going to be a new word which is going to take you into that next stage of your trading careers. Now, I did this at the beginning of 2019. I said, can anybody guess what 2019's word is going to be? Not thinking that anyone would even come close to it. And two people actually got it. So what I want you all to do for the year 2020 is in the YouTube comment section, those of you who are listening to this on a podcast player, go to YouTube and go down into the comment section and say, if you want to take a guess at it, say the word is, and then put a dash after it, and then let us know what you think it's going to be. And if you get it right... I will announce your name and give you a little bit of love on next week's podcast. Uh, but I will go on the record again and say I don't think anybody is going to get it. I said it last year and I was wrong. So prove me wrong again this year and throw a guess out there. What's the worst that can happen? You become bougie, internet famous? Let's have some fun with this. So put them down in the YouTube comments section and start your sentence by saying the word for 2020 is... And then that way I'll know that you're actually taking a guess and not just typing out random words for no reason. And in other news, um, you all might remember, I think it was episode 58 of the podcast about the United States dollar index. I made a blog for that episode. And uh, on the blog, I said, hey, if anybody out there can come up with a dollar index to where each of the currencies are actually weighted equally... I would be very interested in seeing that, and I think my traders would too. Um, and we got a lot 
of responses. Please don't send any more in. Uh, I'm all full. But I didn't do anything with them. I just kind of let them sit there and I, my mind got onto something else and I just forgot about them. So what I'm going to do is, uh, it depends on when you're listening to this podcast. If you're listening to it on the Monday it comes out, I won't have anything for you yet. But I am working on a way to put those files on my WordPress blog. Um, because WordPress does not accept uh, MQL4 files or EX4 files. Um, but I went to Discord and got some good ideas. So I'm going to try those out first and make sure people can actually view those. Just so I don't have 100 people you know, in the comments section saying, hey, I, I can't access these. Uh, so give me a few days. And if you are on my Twitter, and if you are not, you can go to the very bottom of the show notes or the YouTube description and get on my Twitter. And I will tweet out exactly when I have those things up and working. Um, because... I honestly do think, man, something like that could really be a game changer in our industry. Once all of us have kind of had the chance to use it and mess around with it and play with it and add our own indicators on, you know, I think some real damage could be done because I don't use the dollar index currently just because it's it's weighted just completely weird and nonsensical. Uh, but the community stepped forward and really gave us some cool options, and uh, you will be seeing those probably this week, so stay tuned for that. It is the Forex Q&A podcast, and episode 78's question is from Austin from Pocatello, Idaho. And Austin asks, what can you tell me about swap rates in Forex? Are there times of the week where I should be cautious because I don't want swaps eating up my account? So let's go ahead and play short answer, long answer like we used to do. And uh, short answer, I'm going to say you can pretty much ignore them. I have ignored them for 10 years, and I have no regrets doing that. I always feel like the chance at a profitable trade far outweighs any of those little ancillary fees that might just pick away at my account along the way. Uh, but I will say this. It's not something I've paid attention to in a while, so I can't really speak too eloquently on it. Uh, and as usual, the information out there uh, on just the internet in general, including YouTube, is really bad. Um, there are calculators you can use. There's plenty of those. Um, but there's not a really good overview, not a, not a really good tutorial, I guess, on what they are, how they affect your account, and how they differ depending on what instruments you're trading so I wanted to do that here, but again, this is not something I've really paid much attention to at all for a while. So I personally didn't think I was the best person to talk about this, but I do affiliate for a handful of brokers. So I have connections in the brokerage industry, so I went and bothered a few of them. Uh, and they were able to answer my questions quite easily. So I will share a lot of this information with you now for those who are interested and want to know. So first off, let's start with the obvious. Uh, you know, swaps are relative to how big your trades actually are. If you're trading half a lot, it's going to be much smaller than it will be if you're trading five lots, for example. You know, it's all percentage-based, which is good, because this way now we're not forced to trade less lots than we want to or more lots than we want to just to avoid higher rates. It's all relative to how much you're trading, which is probably, if you're doing it right, relative to how much you actually have in your account. Now, in Forex, you actually have currency swaps, which are based on interest rates, to where if you're trading CFDs, which applies to pretty much everything else we've been talking about, you have rollover instead, which is similar but a little bit different. Rollovers are just kind of more of a readjustment 
in the market. And if you were in the market beforehand, you have to pay or collect based on those readjustments. Uh, but percentage-wise, they're fairly close. You're going to notice that. Um, but the question itself was on Forex trading. At the end of the day, this is a Forex trading podcast, so I'll focus on those more than I will rollover. Uh, but just know for rollover, it affects you about the same, maybe a bit less, depending on what you're trading. But for currencies, for Forex, this was a lot bigger deal years ago uh, when you had much more distance between the currencies with the higher interest rates compared to the ones with the lower interest rates, as far as the eight majors that we trade here. I mean, as I'm shooting this podcast right now, you have at the, on the high end 1.75% interest rates, and on the low end, negative 0.75 interest rates. That's nothing. Like, I don't even know why I'm talking about this right now. It's so irrelevant. It was so much more relevant before, and I even ignored it back then. But back then, there was a lot more distance between the high and the low, and you would even have a lot of people doing something called a carry trade to where they would just trade the high against the low. So in this case, I think it was the Aussie yen, and they would go long and just ride that nice little interest rate separation and just hope it went long. And a lot of times it did, so they were, they were getting the best of both worlds. Um, but even in that situation, remember this. Uh, and yes, Australian traders, I do call it the Aussie and not the Aussie. I'm aware of it. It's foreign dialect. Get over it. Uh, but let's just play pretend and say that the Aussie was at a 4% interest rate and the yen was at a zero. Um, if you went long on that, and let's just say the pair didn't go anywhere, you weren't really collecting 4%. Um, you were collecting a bit less than that. Because if it was at 4%, you run the risk of people coming in and running arbitrage. So in a case like that, it's going to be a bit less than 4%. Um, but this was a much wider gap. And if you were going long on that pair, you were getting positive swaps every single day. Uh, but if you were going negative, if you were shorting the ASEAN, you were getting penalized every single day. And then three times over on Wednesdays. So yes, for what it's worth, this is a thing. You will get dinged three times as much on Wednesdays as you will any other day of the week. Now, it's, it's going to be three times positive if you're getting a positive rate. Uh, but those happen a lot more rarely these days, and I will explain why in a moment. But even in situations where going long was to your benefit from a swap standpoint and going short was to your detriment, from a swap standpoint. I still felt very strongly, and I stand by this today, that it is always in your best interest to never allow swap rates to determine whether you go long or short on anything. Just trade your system. If you're going the right way, even if you have to eat negative swap all along the way and you have your trade open for a long time, you're going to lose a little bit of money, yes, but you're still going to come out positive in the end often very much so. And you would hate to have something like negative swap rates prevent you from getting in trades, which can be very profitable to your bottom line. And if it didn't really apply much then, when the gap was much bigger, it certainly doesn't apply now, now that that gap is much smaller. Because now those negative rates you have to pay are also smaller. But also because these interest rates are now so bunched up together, a lot of times... You're going to run into those situations because you don't get the full positive swap. You might end up paying negative swap rates regardless of which way you go. 
if you want to trade my favorite pair on the planet, the Aussie Kiwi, uh, you are likely going to be paying a negative swap regardless of which way you go uh, because those interest rates are now very close together. Currently, I have absolutely zero Forex trades open, or I would actually be able to look down and give you a little more on this numerically, but just understand the basics here. That's really all you have to know. So overall, it's inevitable. Um, the good thing is nowadays it doesn't affect us. The negative ones at least don't as much as they did in the past. And you can be like me or pretty much ignore it, or you can just kind of monitor it along the way and just see how much it is eating into your account and then kind of make a decision after a couple weeks or so. What I was also told is once you start getting into about a month, so if you've had a trade open for a month, chances are it's a damn good trade if you're trading off the daily chart like we do here. But right at the month mark, I was told things can get a little bit out of hand, so you might want to monitor the situation a bit closer. But what this also says is that the whole idea of swaps in general, I have a feeling were really meant to be of concern to Forex investors, not Forex traders like us. All this education about swaps you got at the start and all of the material you probably see now is a lot more relevant to Forex investors than Forex traders. Just like I said about fundamental analysis, traders can and should avoid it as much as humanly possible. Investors, unfortunately, cannot afford to ignore it. And I honestly feel like swaps fall into this category as well. But this was a question I got a lot um, over email back when I had SVP, which I don't now. Stop asking me questions. And there's a question I would get a lot on the YouTube comments section as well. And I'm not going to sit there and just answer these every time they pop up. So I, I wanted to definitely have a podcast dedicated to just this to kind of ease your mind a little bit. I feel like experienced traders have already figured this out um, to where they've been trading and they've been watching these things. And even though it sucks because it's eating into your account, you kind of realize at the end of the day, it doesn't eat into your account that much. I've even had years where I ran the numbers and I actually came out a little bit ahead. Uh, but for the most part, you are going to have to pay a bit of a fee. It's pretty much just the cost of doing business is kind of the way I see it. Kind of like if you're in a country where you would have to bribe a police officer if you want to get from point A to point B. It's like, eh, who cares? It's just, just how it is. It's the cost of doing business. What are you going to do instead? You know, not get from point A to point B? You know, sit there and complain about it? Or just pay the man and go about your day? So rest easy, traders. Don't let swaps affect your trading. Unless for some reason interest rates start getting out of hand, and by then I will come back and address you a second time. Uh, but I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Uh, but what is happening soon is the year 2020. So saddle up, traders. This is going to be a very telling year for many of you. And just because 2019 is coming to a close, don't think you can just not be relentless. That is something you need to carry over into everything you do all of the time. That is non-negotiable. Um, but thankfully, you understand the benefits of taking that approach to your trading. And you are starting to see what lies at the other side. So get there however you can, but always be relentless. Do not let this momentum stop. But traders, I do hope 2019 was a very exciting year for you, and I hope this podcast had a lot to do with it. And I want you to carry this momentum into 2020 and never stop. If you stop, everybody else is going to pass you up, and you don't want that. So go get it.